Welcome to the first episode of Showtime All, All the, the Time. time. That's right. I'm your host, Dennis Bickmeyer, the Executive Director of the Henrico Sports and Entertainment Authority. And we wanted to launch this podcast really for a number of reasons. So I just want to jump into that uh, really quickly. It's really it's to bring awareness to what we're doing throughout the county from a sports and entertainment standpoint. But there's so many other things going on. Our Recreation and Parks Department, they're so busy with special events and everything that they do. Our school division, uh, just so much fun stuff happening in the county. A lot of facility development that's going on as well. And we want to be able to tell those stories of what's happening in and around our county from a sports and entertainment standpoint and talk about facilities, which we'll do a lot of uh, here today in, in podcast number one. <clears throat> Excuse me. And we're going to hit on some current events as well uh, and talk a little bit about that and what's happening in the sports world. And I'll try not to talk too much about my beloved Ohio State Buckeyes as we go. Um, <laughs> but before I get to our inaugural guest, uh, our county manager, John Vitokas, I, I did want to talk a little bit about what is this thing, the Sports and, and Entertainment Authority, and, and just try to you know inform everybody, you know, we're about 18 months into this thing called the Sports and Entertainment Authority. And, um, you know, it's really why we have the county manager on there on top of being the boss, of course, uh, being our first guest. But <clears throat> we come to work every day at the Sports and Entertainment Authority really focusing on four things, bringing sports and entertainment events to our county, uh, facility development, uh, which we've got a great building that's about to open, the Sports and Event Center, homegrown events. There are events that, that we can do. We've got a very talented and, and professional staff, and we can co-promote and, and really control our own destiny and, and really develop our own events. And, and then just the growth and development of sports overall as we build these new facilities, as we upgrade existing facilities with our Recreation and Parks Department. You know, it's not just it's for our residents, but it's also, you know, we got to make sure we have a pipeline of, of players that are coming in and playing in these facilities as well. So we're excited about this new endeavor uh, called the Henrico Sports and Entertainment Authority, which is now I'm going to transition over to our guest, uh, the county manager. And, and I really want to hear your vision behind this. And, and I know this goes back many, many years, and, and here we are 18 months into this thing. It does, Dennis. And, you know, it was a number of years ago that we realized uh, what was happening with sports in our county. And so we started seeing the last recession, these teams coming in, and they kept coming back. I mean, the Jeff Cup is a great story, but there's so many other tournaments. And so we started looking at, okay, well, there's revenue that, that, is, that we see, you know, spikes in when these teams are coming in. And we started uh, making sure that we had inventory for not just our local teams and our residents, but then adding to inventory strategically and literally have found ourselves – we started with Glover Park. We added um, uh, some amenities to Dory um, and the use at, uh, at uh, R&P Park. All of that, I think, started, um, we started seeing some things and ultimately decided, you know, there, we can take it to another level. Um, revenue generated by tourism uh, generates additional meals taxes, hotel taxes, Folks are coming in here and literally reducing the burden on our taxpayers. So while we've got the Economic Development Authority and Anthony Romanello over there doing a great job, you and the Sports Authority are, you know, his his baby brother right, right. now. So it's <laughs> literally we have two um, entities that are focusing on reducing the, the impact on the taxpayer 
And at the same time, you're able to produce revenue that is funding these facilities that are absolutely amazing. I mean, what you've done with the uh, Henrico uh, Sports and Events Center is just absolutely incredible. We, uh, you and I, and members of the Board of Supervisors, others, uh, visited places throughout the United States before we, we decided to do anything. You know, tell me what your experience has been. And from all those lessons learned, we now find our, ourselves in a place where we're leading in the region. And I dare say, I think we, we are becoming a focal point in the Commonwealth. Because it's not, I mean, this is about community. So excuse me if I get excited mm-hmm. because, you know, we're, this effort has led second graders to learning how to swim. I mean, we started a facility in, uh, in the eastern portion of the county where we donated some money to the YMCA. We worked out a deal with Dr. Cashwell where all those second graders will use um, all of the Ys in the region plus the new Nova facility at Regency. Um, you know, we have... You look at Belmont Golf Course and and what First Tee has done there. And it literally is, I think, you and the Henrico um, Sports Authority have the ability of not just taking those relationships to a new level, but then bringing in new partners. So it's it's a big ask (laughs) on you and the team, but I'm telling you what I have seen so far um, just gives me uh, it gives me hope for uh, new ventures, if you will. And I know you've been thinking about quite a few. You may I, I don't want you spilling any magic beans nope, here, nope. but I know you've been working. Won't, won't we talk about that? Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, I, the, you got to keep an open mind to new opportunities. And, you know, uh, we've been fortunate uh, <clears throat> with the county on, on some some land that's come our way that's opened up doors for conversations, you know, that, that, you know, I really didn't think about 18 months ago when we started, you know, it's like, but, but it's just, there's opportunities out there. It could be in anything from, you know, developing near green city, the, the I mean, property that's there. So that's, there. A, that's yeah. a great point. Yeah. You know, um, St. Gertrude's was in the market to, they were moving their facility, right. great facility that we can use temporarily. Ultimately, that's 16 acres adjacent to what will become the largest eco district east of the Mississippi. So picking up on that point, when you start talking about the Sports and Events Center at Virginia Center Commons, Green City, right off of 95 and Parham Road, that proximity. And you look at Glover Park and RFMP Park is not far from there. It seems like that kind of portion of the county we're creating, we're kind of branding it ourselves right now, a sports tourism corridor. But just those facilities alone and, and what's coming to that area well, is it's all be remarkable. Additive. I mean, think about the fall line. Think about what is happening in the Fairfield Magisterial District. And so, you know, you've got additional residential development where folks want to live, you know, with those amenities, within those amenities. But then countywide, we're starting to see, I mean, pickleball, right? I mean, <laughs> pickleball and cricket. Um, we just had a... a, a a national cricket tournament right. yeah. and I mean the impacts of that and what you're doing or you know what uh, Tommy Brandon's doing in three chopped with uh, the pickleball Mecca I mean what do yeah. you expect out of that well, and, I, and I think when you look at the addition of the 12 courts that are being uh, added to Pouncey Track uh, Park out there from the pickleball standpoint <clears throat> and again working with our partners at Recreation and Parks you know we could have done exactly what was out there before 12 courts great you know great community amenity 
But, you know, we were afforded the opportunity to be like, hey, look, if we do them this way or build them this certain spec, we can go out and attract professional pickleball. We can go out and, and attract bigger tournaments. So we appreciate, you know, everyone seeing the vision and, and certainly Mr. Brandon as well, because that just opens up more opportunities. We get calls every week for more pickleball and certainly more cricket, as you said. I mean, on the private side, too, I think some of this, there's a there's a spillover in the energy that's created. Think about Regency Square, and now, you know, Regency is going to be a pickleball center. But who would have thought years ago that Regency would host one of the largest indoor pools in the Commonwealth? One of the best in the country. Yeah, and Nova's looking to add a, what, a second? Another another level. Yeah, so when you look at stuff like that, when you look at Nova adding seats and capacity, what does that mean for us? Well, it opens up opportunities to go bid on bigger events. I mean, they've already got a great reputation in the aquatics world uh, and the swimming competition world. Now it's just we can partner with them and go bid on a USA swimming event, uh, an NCAA event, things like that. Well, and this is where the, the, the beauty of the sports authority comes in, because not only can you utilize the facilities that we have, but you can utilize all the amenities that we have in our county. I mean, whether they're public, they're private, you become the conduit. And ultimately, you know, what I'm seeing, Dennis, we've got this new facility that that today is the first official basketball, basketball yeah. tournament, right? And and you're booked how many weeks? Uh, 46 weekends already um, in the Sports and Events Center, and, and the midweek stuff is filling up as well. So, And we are constantly out there with prospects and prospects. Uh, there's people coming through the building that, that want to be in the building to, to do things. So, and let's let's stay on that uh, for a second. That facility is um, <clears throat> it has some wow factor to it. it. That was the word that was used the most during the uh, A10 Women's Basketball Media Day from the coaches and the athletes, which I know makes us all feel feel really good about what's what's you know been done over there. But talk about you know your visits there and, and and your expectations for that building well you know ultimately it's i mean for me it's one of those moments that um i'll never forget you think about what virginia center commons was and we took a a plan if you will with a partner in rebke and rob hargett where we went to the board of supervisors and said look we want to buy basically half of them all and here's what we want to do and all ulti- crazy, right? I mean, ultimately, <laughs> and think if we had not done that. Think if we had not intervened or helped with the Regency redevelopment. And ultimately, what you have now is two centers, two retail centers that were dying, that would have impacted the the neighborhoods adjacent, and now they're vibrant and happening places. I mean, so. I, all of this is so interrelated, and what makes makes me so excited about your effort is just just the the energy that you bring into, you know, our operations, and I think our citizens see it for what for what it is for the for the realness of it. Yeah, I, I can tell you, we're having a lot of fun with it. I mean, it's a it's a it's a blast. I mean, it just uh, it, it, that energy is is exactly uh, what you say. We're having a good time, and in our office and. And certainly, again, bringing people through all of these facilities. I mean, you know, the Highland Games, which is, again, was something that happened in the county for years over at the raceway. has been gone for a few years through COVID and post-COVID. And, and to go back and renew some old friendships and some old relationships for an event like that and, 
it's still here in the county. It's at Dory Park now. It's been revitalized. And <clears throat> so just being creative and just having some fun with things. I mean, I just we're excited about what's to come in the future. Certainly, obviously, you know, the Green City uh, project is just going to be absolutely amazing for our region, you know, really for the Mid-Atlantic overall. Clearly. I mean, so, you know, I think going forward as we as we continue, um, I think we owe it to the residents of the county to make sure that we are strategic in everything that we do. I mean, um, we have a responsibility to the taxpayers, to the Board of Supervisors, to make sure that everything that we do, every new area that we move into, we do with precision. And this is where I think your analysis and your ability, your your knowledge, your experience, all of it is just key to everything that we're doing. So I couldn't be more excited about where the Sports and Entertainment Authority are five-plus years out. I think um, you're going to continue to reap dividends for uh, the county and, and give your sweet mate, Mr. Romanello, a run for his money with well, the uh, dollars it. generated. It's fun being in the same building with those guys, that's for sure. So, um, But, yeah, and then and we can't do this, obviously, without partnerships. And EDA's one, Rec and Parks, I mentioned, you know, just countywide, I, I've seen the impact of, you know, departments just jumping in to help. We, we're seeing it as we're getting down to the finish line of the sports and event center. Like you call someone like, can you help with this? And all of a sudden an army of people show up, whether it's the roads and, you know, cleaning or well, whatever that about is. about our I mean, IT guys hanging oh on God. scissor lifts, you know? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. everything that they did to wire the building. We had public works come through and uh, make some improvements. Landscaping, if you will. Old trees around Virginia Center Commons and now drive through and look at it and I mean, it really is. Everyone has, there's a pride there. And, you know, this new effort just adds to the pride that I think our workforce has in just serving our residents. Yeah. I mean, you talk about the Henrico Way, and I, and I know we'll hear a lot about the Henrico Way at the State of the County. So I want you to touch on that uh, for a second. But just staying on partnerships, just one more, uh, for one more second is, you know, I, I look across, you know, Richmond Region Tourism as well. And Jack Ferry and, and their team over and there. Catherine O'Donnell. Catherine, I mean, just, just absolutely amazing, amazing people. And, you know, this is where I mean, regionally what you're doing is it is going to benefit not just Henrico County. There's clearly a benefit to hotels in the city, south of the river. I mean, some of these events go even beyond, you know, the big four. Um, so I appreciate you um, you mentioning that. Yeah, and again, I think, um, again, as we look down the road at what's to come, I mean, I, you know, we, we keep our eye on, you know, people, people seem <clears throat> to think like we bid on something, you know, in November that happens in the December. We've got to think three, four, five years down the road. I mean, we're already working on NCAA championships and things like that for the Sports and Events Center. But uh, as we're getting down a little bit towards the end here, State of the county address that's that's coming up. What's the what's the biggest message that you want to deliver to our residents? So if the biggest message is really to demonstrate to our residents who our workforce is, um, the we of the county. I mean, we have some phenomenal employees here, and I think you're going to see that demonstrated by example at the state of the county, which for the first time is at the new sports and right. events That's right. We're uh, center. So um, I think it'll be the largest 
um, number, I think 700 some plus. It'll have a different feel. It's not a, it's not a ballroom in a hotel. No, no offense to our hospitality friends, because we can't do what we do without our friends in the hospitality community. But it'll have a different look and feel being inside the arena side uh, of, of the uh, sports and, and events center. And tell, remind me the number of seats. 3,500 seats where we will have our graduations. Yep. You know, the class of 2024 will be the first class to graduate in there in May. And we're getting calls from other localities as well to host their graduations there. Uh, so, you know, again, excited about what that building uh, is bringing to our community. And, you know, I tell people all the time, we didn't build a gym. I mean, we built a multi-purpose event center. And, and to your point, too, about this being a little unique, um, we're getting calls, as I think I've mentioned to you before, from other localities, you know, that okay. want to come out and look at the building. Um, so it's that that's fun, too. We did it. You know, we went and looked at other buildings, and now we're getting those calls. Absolutely. And, you know, when that announcement was made on the uh, A-10 <clears throat> Women's Basketball Championship, it was amazing how much our phone rang. Like, wait, what is this building? You mm-hmm. guys are, wait, what is this? You can do that championship in that building? It's like... Well, yeah, we we build a multi-purpose event center. Well, and I think you know, going forward, as we as we continue this strategic um, effort as to what we get into next, I mean, you've got these niches, Dennis, that exist that I wasn't aware of until um, until you um, you brought them forward. I mean, there's a whole segment of uh, sports that we haven't touched. Can you touch on? Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, as, as we've said before, I mean, the county and the region's done a really good job with the outdoor game. I mean, we're blessed with some great <clears throat> outdoor facilities. But even going back many years when you and I first started talking about this, and I know it goes way back even with Mr. Glover and a vision to have an indoor uh, sports facility, the, the indoor side is, is it, it, again, a game changer for our region. We can do anything it can be done indoors we can do it in there except indoor track and again that was strategic because right. there's going to be another indoor facility coming to the marketplace and as we say all the time we've got to be smart you, you use that word and, and strategic in what we build and how we build it and you know and we have found a really strong niche now with this indoor facility so it everything from you know there'll be a lot of basketball and volleyball in there futsal but some of the know, other but but it's cheer and dance cubing like a Rubik's Cube competition is coming in there. And really, the other thing, is 150 board cornhole tournament will be played in there. <laughs> I mean, so think about that. Uh, combat sports, jiu-jitsu, karate, things like that. Um, so we can, I mean, and just the meeting space alone, the amount of calls we're getting from the community and from you know other businesses in the area to host their meetings there. Because they're all looking for something different and unique, mm-hmm. you know, for, for their meeting space. So we're able to provide that. And, um, yeah, we're, I mean, everything that, that our team that we're bidding on is, is, is really just a lot of fun. Again, it's a lot of basketball, a lot of volleyball. But to find these other kind of niche sports that haven't happened here before uh, is pretty cool. Robotics. Those are, or think about um, the uh, Sportable and, yeah, you know, definitely. what opportunities. Well, and that's a great one. You know, we are hosting with Sportable and Richmond Region Tourism the National Wheelchair Basketball Association Championship. It's over two weekends in April. I mean, so wheelchair basketball in there, a national championship. And a niche we... No, I, yeah, no right. idea. Right. No idea. And here's another really kind of, I think, special story for that building uh, in year one and hopefully many years to come. Special Olympics. They do such amazing work, you know, around the country and certainly Special Olympics of Virginia. 
they've been doing their basketball championship in northern Virginia and using like six or eight different facilities. So they've got people and right, parents and right, right. athletes spread out all over northern <clears throat> Virginia. They're coming here now because they can do it all under one roof, you know, 12 basketball courts. So that's really going to be a very special time in that building. You know, you talk about some memories in that building. I know that's going to be uh, one that will generate a lot of memories for the, the Special Olympic athletes to all be together under one roof playing. So looking forward to that one as well. Wow. All right. We're getting ready to wrap up here. So uh, there's something that we want to do every podcast with our guests. We, we ask them to bring in something from the sports and entertainment world of significant meaning to absolutely the or something Se- I, I see you brought <clears throat> uh, a little something uh, I very did. colorful i did uh so um maybe a uh, revelation to some but i'm a lifelong minnesota vikings fan uh we lived in cleveland for a period of time and at the time a guy named fran tarkenton was playing this has been through nfl stadiums throughout the u.s and while my Vikings are doing okay this year, there's always a perpetual next year. So you got a little quarterback issue as well right now, right? Well, you know, we picked injury. somebody up. We picked okay. somebody up that that could do something. Right. But I thank you for the opportunity, and you know, um, I think just that, just a jersey like this. Some of the memories that I've made, you know, with my sons, my daughter. Uh, throughout the years, I mean that's, that's what, what we're sports, talking that's about. That's what sports does. It, does. it, it unites it's a forever thing. Yeah, it unites. Yep. And, and now I, I don't want to end this on such a on a tough note here, but I'm going to break your heart a little bit because you know I am a Steelers fan. Oh! And this Stein is from Super Bowl Nine. This oh, resides. Oh, oh, this oh, resides. This is a setup. This resides this in my is home. A setup, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um. In, the, in a bar area that I have at my home with a whole rack of sports memorabilia. And if you turn it over, this yeah, was the 1974 was the they season. The yeah. Um, oh, Super Bowl, nine. Pittsburgh, 16. Minnesota, six. Yeah. Fran Tarkington was the quarterback. Um, the Purple People Eaters, Alan Page, right? I mean... The great team, great, great team. winning records, but they couldn't do it. Zero and four in the big game. Yeah, and you know what happened after this? This was the Steelers' first Super Bowl, first of four <laughs> in six years. Team of the decade in the seventies. See, this is why sports is forever. That's right. That's right. So, and then one last thing too is uh, all of our guests. I feel like I'm on like a game show or something. Get a uh, get a prize or a gift here. The Henrico Sports and Entertainment. A mug with a little showtime all, all the, the time. time. So for you, Mr. Manager. Thank you, Dennis. Uh, we appreciate you being our first guest and uh, appreciate everyone tuning in and, and learning a little bit more about the Sports and Entertainment Authority and obviously uh, hearing from the county managers. Uh, very special. And we look forward to bringing everyone this podcast uh, monthly and, and having more guests as we go along. So, Mr. Manager, thank you. Keep crushing it. Appreciate it. <laughs>